How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Board and Browsing Podcast. I'm your host, Danny, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Sean. Greetings, Earthlings. <laughs> so it is, as of us recording this, and theoretically when this releases, it'll just be a day or two after, but it is Samson's birthday. So for Ooh, his birthday, we decided yeah. to kick him off the podcast. He's gone. Yep. He's never coming back. You're never going to nope. hear from him again. He's gone. Mm-hmm. And he's, we've he's also forever gone. we've wiped uh, his socials and mostly removed him from the grid as well. It wasn't just mm-hmm. the podcast. We're removing him from American society. Remind me again, which one of us gets stake over his social security and which one of us is in charge of his rent? See, that's the thing. We never really finished that discussion, Danny. So it was kind of awkward because like you definitely wanted the social security number, but I, I kind of assumed that I would get it because I'm here and his social security card is here. Okay. So I'd be the one to have it, but we, you know, we never really had that conversation. Do we want to do like a joint custody type thing? Well, you know what? Yeah, let's let's both let's be the let's we'll be the mom and dad of Samson's ID <laughs> and whoever we end up giving it to. Uh, yeah, that's that's perfect. But anyways, guys, because Samson is not here and we're going to be talking about a little bit of news for a short period of time, I thought it would be a fun way of explaining what's coming out soon in our renews and redo section by having Sean only answer his thoughts in 10 words or less. Hell yeah. And just going from there. So without <laughs> further ado, right. let's dive into what we have. How to with John Wilson season two is coming out in November. I want to know. Oh, fuck. I didn't count. Wait, let me restart. <laughs> I want to know how to do it. I guess. <laughs> Perfect. Cobra Kai has been renewed for a fifth season ahead of the fourth season, and the fourth season is coming out in December of this year. Nope. (laughs) I swear, I swear we are going to make you watch Cobra Kai. The people want it. The viewers want it. I know, and I I hate that I also recognize that it's going to happen at some point. Like, it's almost certainly going to happen, but I will resist until the end. Mm. One of these days, you're both going to be like, we're going to be all hanging out together and it'll just appear on the TV and you'll tie me down and then I'll end up enjoying it. But I refuse (laughs) until that point. Excellent. The Jungle Cruise, uh, ahead of its meteoric success, the movie with Emily Blunt and Dwayne The Rock Johnson, is having a sequel already in the works. I'm fucking shocked. The Rock movies are never that good. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Then in a bit more unfortunate news, you can use some more words for this one, but Uh-oh. Ed Asner recently passed away and he was the voice of Carl from Up. That's his most oh, recognizable thing. That. Yeah, he also did a few different things in like Toy Story and other animated stuff. He was a very he was very big presence in Hollywood. So it is unfortunate that he passed away. Up is probably my favorite Pixar movie. Yeah, Up is fantastic. And I know that people uh first off, I'm glad that I have more than 10 words for yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and and I think people really focus on those those first ten minutes of Up as being like the particularly like brutal, emotional, heart wrenching stuff. But I think it undersells the rest of the movie a little bit. Up is really good, and I think it has a very sweet and satisfying conclusion as well. Yeah, and it's also just a standalone movie. Like it's mm-hmm. it's not like they were like, oh, let's go make Up three, Up two, you know, Up to you. It's just one standalone story that's well executed. That's a shame. 
so yeah, it, it is a real shame. When I was doing the the game show that I hosted, right? I mm-hmm. I created a new category, which was basically it was movies from a different perspective, where I would explain the plot of a movie from a different perspective, and I did that with Up. And my explanation of it was that man decides to uproot his home across the country and kidnaps a child to avoid paying taxes. (laughs) You know, you're not exactly wrong. Like, that's pretty much up from a different perspective. If you take it from the point of, like, the person who was trying to catch after the balloon and just watches this old man fly away. Like, yeah. You That's know what the up. interesting thing that I've never considered as well? The suits got what they wanted. The the evil corporate guys, there's no more house there. They can just yeah. they can just build their like mega shopping center or whatever they were gonna build. They they probably were like, oh shit, there goes that house. That's pretty weird. Or at any way, bring the bulldozers in. <laughs> what would you what would be your first impression if you looked up in the sky and you just saw a house floating away with balloons? To be honest, I would probably think that something terrible was about to happen and a bunch of people were going to die. <laughs> I, I, I would my my thoughts would jump to, oh, this is going to end really badly. Am I do I have to watch someone die today? I've made it pretty far in my life without having to watch someone die. Is this the moment? Major Wizard of Oz vibes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'd be like, is this the moment that I'm going to tell my kids about 10 years from now? And they're like, Grandpa, Grand-. well, I don't know why they call me Grandpa if they're my kids. But, <laughs> but like, Daddy, Daddy, like, what? how come you never smile anymore? And I'd be like, oh, well, did you ever see a, a house flown by an octogenarian take out an entire apartment building? Because I have, buddy. <laughs> I have. Shit haunts you till the end of your days. Anyways. Seinfeld, all 180 episodes are going to be put on Netflix October 1st. Jerry, you got to get on Netflix. <laughs> that was a terrible Kramer impression. I've never, I like don't watch Seinfeld. So I just know that he goes, Jerry, you got to like, you got to like shake your voice more. It's like, Jerry. <laughs> Kramer, what are you doing here? <laughs> I always related more with George. I think the summer of George is something I want to aspire to have once COVID is over. The summer of George. Oh, okay. So there's this bit in Seinfeld that he does where he he just basically gives up. He like (laughs) he doesn't care about his job. That's what you wanted to. Yeah. But like he doesn't really care about his job. He just kind of does whatever he feels like. But it's supposed to be like the Carpe Diem sees the day summer of George type thing. And he like goes up to this very attractive woman who he normally wouldn't talk to. And he just basically says, I'm unemployed. I live with my parents. I have no job. Do you want to go home with me? And she's like, yes. (laughs) And it's just like it's a ridiculous bit. But the summer of George has always stood out as like. I should live one of those. You know, I, I, I can't tell you that you're wrong. <laughs> and that's the thing. I can tell you, however, that I don't know what the deal about airplane food is either. Oh, yeah. God damn it. I, I was trying to think of a better one, but I couldn't. No, I you're couldn't. fine. The Kingsman, which is the prequel movie to Kingsman's Secret Service and Kingsman whatever the second one was with Channing Tatum, which I don't know if I've ever explained to you how that movie works, but basically Channing Tatum was supposed to be in it more and then for some reason he was like cut out of the second half of the movie and it's it's like it's this weird dynamic they have anyway the king's man which is a prequel movie with ray fines is going to be coming out december 22nd never seen those movies but i bet people will die i can't believe you've never seen kingsman dude yeah no i it's 
they've kind of just been one of those movies that I'm always like, oh, hell yeah, I can't wait to watch that, and then I don't. Mm. I just, just I, I don't see it. Is it on streaming services? It's got to be somewhere. I think it's, it's, I think it's Matthew Vaughn is the director and Hmm. he has some incredible action shots like genuinely kingsman thinking back when we were doing action movies i don't remember if i put this on my list but kingsman would 100 percent be in my top five for action i think you might have yeah maybe not because i think we were doing buddy buddy duo oh you know what yeah and in a way i guess it kind of is depending on how you look at the characters but kingsman as a whole is a really solid franchise yeah it's it's one of those movies that i've seen like a bunch of clips online and always been like, Whoa, that's really cool. I got to watch the movie. But then I just watch the clip again, but I'm sure <laughs> it's even better with the context of actually what's happening in the movie. So I should probably really just is. watch it. That's probably like the breakout role for Taron Egerton as well. That's I have the, to, uh, have the kid, it. right? Yeah. 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 All right. So my final bit of news, and this is something I'm very disappointed in venom. Let there be carnage too has been given a PG-13 rating. Tom Hardy, come on, man. Just make more blood, please. (laughs) I saw a really great comment on the top of the Reddit thread for this, which said that, so it means that the really, really unnecessary but thought-provoking and sexually proactive sex scene between Venom and Carnage must have been cut in order for that to happen. Yeah, unfortunately. That would have set us ahead years in terms of uh, our society's understanding of of sex and sexuality. God damn it. I'll be honest, though. Like, any hopes I really had for this Venom movie has kind of gone out of the window because Carnage, if you don't know what the character is, it's a symbiotic person. He is a serial killer named Cletus Cassidy, and he just murders and eats people, but also has all of the powers of Venom and Spider-Man. Which should be an absolute bloodbath. Mm -hmm. But instead, I I guess it's going to be one of those things where people keep dying, like just out of frame or like, oh, I ate him whole, so there's no blood. Ha ha. Yeah. Or maybe they mask the splatter with goo. That could be something they do. Oh, just like, it's like, oh, look at all this black glue, uh, black glue, black goo flying all, or red, I suppose, if it's carnage. Yeah. Or both, if it's both of them. Yeah, it will be a combination. Yeah. I I don't know why. It just doesn't make sense to me because there are successful rated R movies, like uh, superhero movies. Deadpool is a great example. And Carnage mm-hmm. feels like it should go the Deadpool route in terms of like super violent, super edgy, for lack of a better word. But instead, like what? What? <laughs> I, 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 I'm at a loss for words because Carnage, it's in the name. God damn it. It's Carnage. It's I not know. just like trouble. His yeah. name isn't like difficulty, you know, like oopsies. Ugh. <laughs> Venom, let there be oopsies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh oh, Venom dropped his tea set. Where'd the teacup go? Uh oh. Well, that's all I have for renews and redos. This was fun. I think we should do it more often where it's the 10 words, and then if we have more thoughts, just kind of break it down after. Yeah, I get 10 words. Samson gets half of a word. (laughs) He gets three letters. Perfect. He gets a syllable. (laughs) He can make a single noise in response to the news. Mm. I actually, so so right before we, we talk about what we've been watching, there's one thing I really want to mention, which I found was super interesting. And that is that I realized that what if, like, 
when it's releasing i i didn't i don't know why i never thought about this like with all the marvel shows releasing and stuff that they don't really care much for the east coast watchers what times do they release it releases at like 3 a.m east coast what well screw that and like in in the past when i think about it and and shows release for the most part they always tend to be on an east coast schedule and i think this is like one of the first where it just truly does not give a shit about its east coast listeners <laughs> like 3 a.m is really a fuck you east coast sort of time yeah and marvel has been doing that for all of their shows like who in the world 3 a.m you're, you're almost never awake at 3 a.m unless it's a mistake and you're not happy about it it's mm-hmm. it's rare that you're happy about being up at 3 a.m danny came to, to visit us recently oh my god and yeah. and we were up at 3 a.m because there was someone in the courtyard going absolutely bonkers on a cowbell and not in like a creative way. It was just dunk 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 to dunk dunk to dunk 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 to dunk dunk to dunk 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 to dunk dunk to dunk 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 to dunk dunk to dunk dunk. And I can tell right now, dear listeners, that you were like, he did that for a little bit too long. The bit kind of wore out. Now imagine that for four hours. It was ridiculous. I wish that I was exaggerating or being dramatic. It was literally nonstop. I've I've never I've never been in a situation like that where the party just continues longer than it should with that level of noise and no consequences from it. So, nope. for example, let me let me explain what happened. So I went to go visit Samson and Sean and we hung out for the day. And then the super that they have for their building decided to throw a party in this courtroom in between a couple of the different uh, resident courtyard, buildings. not courtroom courtyard. My <laughs> Court, bad. Courtroom would be a way <laughs> different story. True. But he he starts throwing this party and it's really loud music and like you can hear it and the floor is shaking a little bit, but it's not anything too terrible. Like you can put up with it. It kind of feels like if you're at a party and you go into someone else's room just to play video games and you sort of hear like the outlier thing. That's what it feels like. But then imagine that continuing from like 637 p.m. until about 1 a.m. And then for some reason around 1 a.m. they just decide, fuck it, let's bring out pots, pans and cowbells and add that to the mixture. And then they start banging all of that shit for like two hours. No consequences. The cops Mm -hmm. apparently showed up. And then they went back to doing it. And I looked out the window and there was only like five people there. That's what really drove me crazy about it, too, is that they're like the party happened. It was it looked like it was like a children's party. Yeah. And then the party was over for all intents and purposes. It was just some people hanging out at that point. But they just decided, let's continue the exact same volume level. Mm-hmm. Which is insane to me, because when it's that few people, how are you even speaking to each other? Yeah, that's what we couldn't figure out. And, and like when it's a lot of people, that's fine. You know, people are dancing, having a good time. You know, it's a crowd anyway, so you'd have to talk loudly to talk to anyone in the first place. But if it's just like five guys left and you've got a couple beers, wh- what... <laughs> who's having a good time there? I guess cowbell guy is, yeah, but are he, his he friends having, having, having a good life. time? Are they just sitting there watching him just go batshit mm-hmm. on that cowbell? That's what it was. Oh, <laughs> I don't understand. Danny, just so you know, if at 2 a.m. I ever catch you playing the cowbell, I'm going to throw you out the window. Let's go. Fight or flight. And if it's my window, you'll be fine because that's where the fire escape is. And you'll just have to come back in and I'll give you a harshly warded um, reprimand. But if it's mm. like... A different window, you're in trouble, bud. You're in trouble. 
Yeah, it was it was a unique experience to say the least. We eventually yeah. fell asleep around like three ish, but I I think it would have been a little nicer to not be hearing mm-hmm. music and cowbell. So I want to talk about something I watched pretty recently, to the point where I realized I had binged through the entire season in a day, and it is called Clickbait. It's new on Netflix. It's the story of there's this Family Guy. Not the TV show, but a family man who's played by Adrian Greenier, I believe is his name. He was actually the boyfriend in uh, fucking The Devil Wears Prada, which is relevant because we were talking about that pretty recently. And he also played one of the characters on Entourage. So that's like the big thing he's known for. He gets kidnapped and he gets put into this video. And it, it says that when the video hits 5 million views, this man will die. And he holds up he, he holds up a sign in the video that says, I abuse women. And it's the story of kind of from his family's perspective, and it, it changes perspective throughout the the TV show, but it's basically them trying to figure out, like, where this man is, what happened to him, and who's responsible for his murder, eventually, theoretically. That's, that's what it's building up to. And it's super interesting because the show itself, it follows, each episode follows a different character's perspective. And it's very unique because it's not like it's a character's perspective of a single day and then you you keep watching the same day over and over. It's a character's perspective as it's continuing with the story. So you're getting new points of view as the story is progressing forward, which I think is a really unique way of telling it, like any type of tale. Yeah, I've actually – clickbait is one of the things that I started watching for this week. Mm. Admittedly, I've only seen two episodes, so I haven't gotten into quite as much. I, I knew that it, it would continue switching perspectives, but I haven't gotten, you know, into that much of it. Yeah. It's I it's 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 bizarre because I felt like I, I'm not like I don't like it that much, but I, I I feel like I have to keep watching. Yeah, that's how I felt in the beginning too. And I think a part of it is that the first two characters it follows are Pia, the brother the, the man's sister, and then I don't remember the guy's name, but the but detective. He's the detective. Yeah. And I don't like either of them as characters all that much. And I think that's why. But like the story is engaging enough that I want to keep watching. But mm-hmm. Pia specifically, I was like, oh, I kind of hate this person. It's a shame, <laughs> too, because I love Zoe Kazan. That's that's the, the actress, actress who plays her. Yeah. She was in The Big Sick. She was also remember I talked about that movie Ruby Sparks. Yeah. Where the guy writes his uh, his fan fiction and it comes to life. That's yes, her. Yes, that I was the thing she now. worked on. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but huh. I I agree with you. Some of the characters are weaker than other. My my only complaint with the overall series is the fact that some of the points of view that are more interesting, you wind up never jumping back to as mm. much. And because it's constantly changing which characters you're following, there winds up being not so much a disconnect, but but a feeling of like you're not really like finishing a story with these characters sometimes and you're not really wrapping up the arcs that they're going through which is a shame because like again if if they were able to put a bit more into some of the characters i feel like it could be a unique tale so maybe if like it was all eight episodes following the sister that could have been more interesting than only getting the one pov and then just kind of being like i don't know how i feel about the character and occasionally getting little bits after that you you brought up the the good point that it's that this is a pretty unique way to do this kind of storytelling. And I don't know. I, I need to watch more of it, I think, to yeah. really get a, a good assessment of it. Um, it. It's interesting because only watching two episodes was still enough to f- form the beginning of an opinion on the fact that they're swapping perspectives. But I definitely need to, to 
I, how much of it did you, did you say you finished it or yeah i finished it it's eight episodes yeah i need to i need to watch like the whole thing to get that kind of picture of like okay how effective is this perspective swapping thing i also thought just like the concept for the murder is really cool because it's it's it, it really plays on like the idea of things going viral that you necessarily don't want to see because like people are watching it because they don't know whether it's true or not and they don't know whether this person yeah. is going to die. And that's such a clever thing because then they're going to tell their friends and then the news starts picking it up. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, it's getting more and more bleak. But at the same time, it's accomplishing the goal that the person who kidnapped them wanted. Yep. The one the one thing that annoyed me about it was that they came up with that thing geonicking, which oh, yeah, is, was I was like, this kind of stretches my belief a little <laughs> bit because who n- never have has anyone gotten that obsessed over like a murder i feel like yeah. you know what i mean like there there have been very high profile cases of like kidnappings and missing people no one's ever created a weirdly like passive aggressive app about it which mm-hmm. I was, so i was like that i was like this kind of feels a little bit unrealistic but in terms of the video itself getting spread around i was like oh yeah that's absolutely what would happen as people are like oh my god look at this but don't but also you kind of have to now it's also the idea that like there's that many people in the same area who all decide to say fuck it we're gonna wander in the woods and try and find this random guy whereas like the only time i can actually think about that happening is with pokemon go and that was for pokemon which is way different than a a person completely different and it way more accessible. Less and, people are interested in tracking down a murder than they are catching a Charizard. Like, and, and also, I'm sure that there's some realism to like everybody getting like becoming against him so quickly. But it was insane how when they showed like the online take of it, everyone was convinced. Oh yeah, this guy's a piece of shit. I hate yeah. him. Where it's like, whoa, hold up. They provided no actual evidence of this. Like, it feels like there should have been more of a presence online, at least in the two episodes that I have saw, of, of people, like, being like, okay, well, maybe, maybe this Nick guy is the victim. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, you know, I, again, I haven't seen the rest of it, so almost regardless of whether or not it ends up being true, I feel like there should have been more doubters, you know? Mm-hmm. But I do think, I do think it's worth checking out. I think it's interesting. I think it's a unique concept. It's a unique way of explaining from a character's perspective and i think overall if you're just looking for a quick binge like this is a great thing to watch and i'm sure when sean finishes it he'll be able to give his full unfiltered thoughts but yeah for now this is just like go check it out yeah no worries we can we can take a pause so where do we want to continue do you want to take something away or should i go into another thing yeah Yeah, let me go for it. it Yeah, so another thing that I started this week but didn't get to finish, I was watching with uh, Marie, The Pirate Movie, which is a 1982... Oh, and Samson, I should mention, but um, I'm sure he will talk about it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Don't let him hear. (laughs) It is a 1982... like musical comedy pirate movie. We found it for free on YouTube. It was suggested to Marie by a coworker as one of the, uh, a really good example of one of those so bad it's good movies. And holy shit, yeah. Does it fall into that category? It's it's very 80s where some of the musical scenes will do that thing where the person's face fades into the background and they're just like a giant head singing behind themselves. Sure. And it's... It's just 
weird and campy and shitty and makes no sense, but is also really fun. Hell yeah. And it's available for free on YouTube, but unfortunately the audio is mixed really quietly and there's no subtitles on YouTube. So it was a little bit difficult to figure out what was going on. I think next time I go to watch it or when we go to finish it, probably just find like an online version somewhere because it's not on like any streaming services. Yeah, I wouldn't expect it to be (laughs) Um, the way you describe it. Which makes me feel very comfortable finding it online and not just watching the free YouTube version Mm -hmm. uh, because I don't, no one's really making money off of that one anyway. And I don't think anyone should make money for this. Well, obviously, someone was paid to do this in in whenever this was created. At some point, someone made money off of yeah, this. Yes, someone has made money. Theoretically, whoever owns the YouTube channel might be making money off of it. I don't think many people are watching it, though. So. Do you remember? I think this was, it was either senior year or junior year of college. You came over and we watched Food Fight. Is that the name of the movie? Uh, yeah, Food Is this, Fight's Would great. you say it's comparable to that? It's the, this is more of an actual movie than Food Fight was. Food Fight was, although Food Fight was an actual movie, it was just horrifying to look at. This isn't quite so visually displeasing. It's a little more sensical than Food Fight, okay. but it's equally bad. Okay. Food Fight was almost con- like was was like confusing to look at. Yeah, Food Fight was a lot from what I can remember. It was it was something else. <laughs> it was. If if you've never seen Food Fight, I feel like us explaining it doesn't do it justice. Like you it just gotta really look it up. Doesn't it? It's it's possibly one of the most bizarre brand filled movies you'll ever see. And it's got Christopher Lloyd for some reason it and does. Charlie Sheen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's got a good it's got a good voice. <laughs> cast. I forgot it had Charlie Sheen. Oh man. Oh, and Christopher Lloyd is like, I'm gonna get those food mascots. Yeah, and you and said this was called bizarre. Pirates. The, uh, the it's called the pirate movie the pirates no the pirate movie oh the pirate movie yeah which i feel like is a good sign if if your movie has movie in the title i feel like you know you're getting in for something it's got a nine percent on rotten tomatoes <laughs> which i think is also really important to mention we should do a ranking list of the best movies with the name movie in the title <laughs> Or tier list. Ooh, that would be a fun tier list. Yeah, because I, I think we wouldn't be able to have separate rankings, no. really, because there, I don't think there's that many. There might be enough. There's probably more than you think. Big time rush movie. Oh, you know what? I forgot to consider the fact that there's like things, movies that or were originally TV shows often have movie in the title. Exactly. I didn't think about that. Like Jimmy Neutron, the movie or something like that. The SpongeBob SquarePants movie, Jimmy Neutron movie. Uh, the Wild Thornberries movie. Oh, Wild Thornberries. So I wanna I wanna talk about a show that I've been watching, and that is Titans season three. Now, when I was initially mentioning how Titans season three was going to be coming out, I was a bit skeptical, mostly because a lot of the episodes in the first two seasons have been hit or miss. That's not to say that all of them are bad, all of them are good, but it definitely bounces back and forth in terms of quality, and it makes you it makes you see what the potential of the show could be, and then you kind of realize where it's actually at. Titans Season 3 has been, like, nonstop good. I, I don't think there's been a single bad episode out of the five, and compared to the first two seasons, it, it's astronomical how much better it is. I don't know if it's because <laughs> it's now, a, like, a full part of HBO Max rather than being a DC Universe exclusive. I don't know if it's that they were given more of a budget. I don't know if they got different writers. I really couldn't tell you what it is, but Season 5 
is just so good. It's going into the Red Hood storyline where the Joker kills Jason Todd and then he's brought mm. back to life by the Lazarus Pit and becomes the anti-hero slash vigilante slash murderer Red Hood who basically takes over Gotham and Batman disappears. So it's it's up to uh, Nightwing to stop him. It's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm like vaguely familiar with that storyline as like a like a concept from the comics Mm -hmm. and it's always been pretty interesting to me where i mean it's kind of spoilers but why does batman just dip again i i don't exactly remember i think it's something to do with like he realizes what's going on or he just can't take it like take it after losing a protege yeah which is fair I like the idea that he just wants a vacation. <laughs> yeah, he might he might also just want a day off. I will say though, not every storyline is like perfect. Not every storyline is great. Not every character is great, but there's a lot of improvement from what we saw before, and I think that's what makes it compelling for me and that's what makes me excited for each episode. Because like, I had the first 3 episodes downloaded on my phone when I watched it on my plane trip a, a few weeks ago, and I was like, oh, "Okay, like it's just something to do." And I was so invested. I was like, "Wow, this is this is so much better in the the villain is very interesting they brought in scarecrow as well like there's a lot of good stuff happening and i think if there was ever a reason to actually give this show a renewal season three would be making a good case for that good to know maybe i'll actually try it then i i don't know if you're not a if you're not a comic book fan you might not enjoy it as much but Mm. so i'm like a certain part of it is just getting to see those characters that you are familiar with and love yeah but like teen titans the tv show like the Cartoon Network TV show is yeah. probably more worth watching than this would be. <laughs> that is a good show. It is. It is. I'm not discounting that show. I mean, the whole they have, they've had some really adult themes in that one. Yeah. And uh, I I've actually I'm thinking of Teen Titans Go now. And no. my opinion on that has has become gentler in that I, I just I, I had to remind myself that, you know, Teen Titans Go existing does not make the original unexist. And it's just, yeah. But but think about what a sixth season of that original Teen Titans could have been. <sighs> because they teased a lot. They, they teased more than you would expect. And then hurt. when they teased the movie crossover, that made my heart sink realizing it was just going to be a movie between the two of them and it wasn't actually like the show was coming back. Yeah. <laughs> you know danny know. you've gotten me back in in camp i hate teen titans go i just remember like the one thing that like kind of annoyed me about it was that at the time my cousin was really into teen titans go and was watching it a lot and my uncle was watching it with them and was like trying to convince me how good of a show it was and i was just like have you seen the original teen titans he's like no what I, why would i ever watch that and i was like then don't tell me to watch teen titans go Ugh. Ugh. yeah <laughs> Overall, though, I'm having a good time with Titans. I'll let you know how it is yeah. when the season ends. I think it's only got like 10 episodes, so we've got another five or so weeks at this point. Hmm. Oh, for, I, I keep forgetting that shows come out weekly, Yeah, <laughs> which dude, is ridiculous. It's nice having weekly shows. I think that's something I've definitely missed because of like quarantine is that there were a lot more things to binge and a lot less things that were coming out on a weekly basis. And for mm. me, weekly shows kind of help space out my week. Yeah, it, it does. I enjoy like having Ted Lasso on Fridays is really nice because it's like, oh, week is done. <gasps> and Tedward Lasso, mm-hmm. which 
Still enjoying season. We we watched one together, right? Yeah, but I don't think it's worth diving into just because no, we talked about it No, I don't think so, but I was just saying, like, I'm, I'm continuing to enjoy it. Yeah, it, like, it's good. I, I also, I think that, like, again, talking on just weekly shows, too, it's really nice because I've got, like, five that I follow now. Mm. And it's, it's just, it gives me something to look forward to sometimes. Yeah. I, I It makes me think back to when I was but a wee lad living at home being in like as a as a child child you know what i mean like a like a you don't even understand things kind of kid and it almost felt like each night had its kind of like special thing going on like oh there's the office on tuesdays and something else on and like the walking dead on thursdays and then over the weekend is when all the cartoon shit comes out yeah and that that was like a that was it was a joyous time. Maybe it's because I didn't know the realities of the world, <laughs> like that Teen Titans Go would soon be entering my life. True. But, it but was also a Netflix time. changed all that. Like Netflix really introducing did. Really these, did. these full seasons at once really shifted how people watch content. And then you sort of look back and you realize the differences where I'm more interested in a show that I can watch all at once rather than having to watch on a weekly basis if I'm not busy. Yeah. Or, like, I forget that the show is airing and then I come back for, like, eight episodes because it's, like, it. Netflix created this binge-worthy culture. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what happened to me with this season of My Hero Academia. Yeah. Where I was pretty much up-to-date through Class A versus Class B. And then once that, like... I, I just I missed like one of the episodes near the end of that and then I just I haven't caught up the whole time and I guess I think I'm gonna at this point just go back and binge everything else after that point yeah no I I'm currently watching it they are currently in the villain saga right now yeah they're doing it pretty well people are complaining I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast before but people are complaining because so. they like cut out very certain scenes or like miss tiny little mm. like background details and to me as someone who's read it I don't feel like it's the worst thing like sure it would have been nice to have this character line or sure it would have been nice to have a little bit more motivation or a little bit more backstory but like in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't take away from the episode you're watching. It doesn't take away from the characters that you're watching, bar, like, maybe one out of, what, like, 30 there? Like, yeah. it's it's okay that it's not adapted page for page. It's okay that it's not adapted word for word. And sure, it would have been nice to see some of those things. Like, for example, there's, there's one scene where the head of the evil company that the villains are going up against, he does this whole thing where he basically kills his assistant for calling him bald. And, like, hmm. it's funny. It's a really funny scene. But at the same time, not having it in there really doesn't change much yeah. about the fact he's the antagonist. And I, I think a part of that is that people get really caught up in, the, you know, they want everything from what they read. Mm -hmm. But that's just not... It's not how adaptations work. Even in the anime manga, ma manga, manga world where it's a lot more direct, you can never really do a one-to-one -one because no. that's, just not how, that's just not how the medium works. I also think it's okay not to do a one-for-one -one because yeah. there's a lot of details that you get from reading something rather than watching it. So I don't, I don't know. That's just my thoughts on it. It's, it's okay with it being two separate experiences. Yeah. I think the villain saga is doing a pretty good job. It's, it's gotten me excited about my hero again. Because I, I was mm. not excited midway through the season. So that's a good sign. Yeah. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? 
what you what you got on your platter. Well, here's the thing, Danny. You caught me off guard with with having already <laughs> with talking about clickbait. That was my <laughs> other big thing. The only other thing, like I, I've got to say, quick is just that uh, Samson started watching Castlevania again and catching up, and it's been nice rewatching it. Not as necessary to do a second watch of that show, but it's 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 convinced me to finally finish season three. I got distracted and never finished it, so I'm excited to do that. Nice. I yeah. can I can wrap us out with the, yeah, the last thing it. I've been watching. I think we should save the movie that we all watch together for next week. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. That's so, what I was thinking. So the last of the weekly shows I've been checking out is Brooklyn Nine Nine. So I Nine-Nine. I've been watching I think it was the past year where I went through and watched every episode all the way up to the end of season seven. Mm-hmm. Season eight got delayed because of everything going on politically in the world and COVID and stuff. Yeah. And the direction change that the episodes have been having is very pleasant. It's not something oh. I was expecting they would touch on super tastefully, but it's really it's really nice to see. Huh. Like they touch on like cops kind of abusing the system and getting away with stuff they touch on the black lives matter movement they took they touch on certain characters kind of feeling uncomfortable remaining as police officers and the way that they're acting and and the way that Mm. like the other officers are acting and like some of the storylines are are progressing those initial sparks of of dialogue and it's it's cool to see because like at the end of the day it's still a comedy and it's still yeah. a very humorous one at that. But the fact it's able to to blend these two kind of reinvigorates it for me and makes me excited that, like, this is the way the show is going to end. Wait, is season eight the... It is. Yeah, it is the last oh, season. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, so that's the other thing, too. Like, most sitcoms, when you get to this point, I would say there's a very select few that are as good at ending and sticking the landing as they are with the start of the series. For example, hmm. the end of How I Met Your Mother is terrible when compared to the first season. It is just, it like, <laughs> it builds up for the, for this moment that you feel like it's just so fleeting and you're just kind of like, eh, whatever. I think yeah. Friends does a very good final episode, but the last few seasons, man, they're not, they're not anything like noteworthy it's not it's not like saying that if you 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 must watch these in order to get everything out similar of it. to the office yeah I'd like say. the office especially holy shit i didn't even watch season nine and like season eight as soon as michael left i stopped watching and then i watched the finale yeah and then michael comes back and that's when it starts being good again yeah but it is super interesting that like this is the final season and it's going out with a bang like they are they that's are nice. really putting everything to make sure this is a good ending and I appreciate you know, this, that. Th- you know, th- this might make me actually go and, and, and finish it. I don't remember exactly where I left off. It was somewhere in the, you know, season like six to seven range. Mm-hmm. But this, you know, that's knowing that season eight is the last season, knowing that it's happening, like it's being executed well. I think I'll actually go back and watch that. Yeah. There's also a great moment that I love. It's a good example of the fact that like it is still a comedy is uh, Captain Hulk gets really mad and he brings out his huffy um emotion which jake had never seen he's like he's huffy and then afterwards they just like it's a super serious moment and a very serious dialogue between like some of the characters and then at the end jake and holt are talking and he's like yeah like you shouldn't have to have this happen for you to learn your lesson and jake's like yeah that's true and then and then Kevin holt's like i got huffy and jake's like i got so scared he was huffy i've never seen that (laughs) (laughs) and it's like that's great and that's the type of thing you want to you want to blend. You want to have these serious moments with these comedic things. And yeah. I don't know. I'm having a good time. Hell yeah. Yeah. So I guess 
it's a quick episode. Yeah, but, with only two it's people. It's yeah, it's 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 a tight two person episode. Yeah. Tight like our fingers when they interlock. Oh, I don't know they're a little wet, that's why they made that noise. <laughs> Sean, did you like my fingers? Maybe. Oh boy. I don't know why that matters, maybe. Uh, it does a bit. Anyways, guys, you can follow us on Instagram at Board and Browsing Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Board and Browse Pod. You can follow me specifically on Twitter at Slothenberg or on Twitch at Slothenburger. And theoretically, if I edit this in time and the edit episode comes out on Thursday, we will be doing another episode of the game show, Board and Browsing Live. We got a brand new intro title screen that was made for us. It's animated and super cool. I've got some pretty good questions and categories for this week so i think it's gonna be a very good time and i would plug samson stuff but we we got rid of him because it's his birthday so sean where can people find you if you look in the mirror and say sean three times i won't show up but i'll send you a signed autograph Mm. i mean a a signed photo an autograph photo (laughs) is that what we need as patreon exclusive things you send us money we we send you autographs exactly maybe someone would buy it as a joke would you ever make an OnlyFans? No. No? No. You don't think your content is worth it? No, I think it's too worth it. No, it's too worth it. Yeah, I, I, I cater to a higher clientele, Daniel. Good to hear. Yeah. Oh, this has been Boring Browsing. I guess Woo. we'll catch you all next time. Bye. Bye.